The Ewan Grant Podcast, the Limestone Coast Triple M. G'day, it's Ewan. It has been another huge week in the Limestone Coast as we come off the back of the Mount Gambier Family Truck Show and the 141 Blue Lake Fun Run. On the show this week, we've talked a whole lot of sport and I couldn't not mention the Adelaide 500. Erebus Racing Team ending up the season champions and the Erebus chassis are made right here in the Limestone Coast. And on the weekend, we had two sensational drivers for the Limestone Coast pick up the Series 2 and Series 3 championships. Big shout out to Job Stewart and to Kai Allen as well. Now, I have been lucky enough to catch up with Job. He joins me for a chat to talk racing and other things. Job, good morning. Yeah, good morning, mate. How are you? Yeah, good. Job... Tell me about your racing career and how it all began for you. Yeah, so my racing career started um, back in Mount Gambier, I don't know, maybe 12 or so years ago. Um, just went out with Dad down to the beach, actually, with a mate and got on the quad bike and absolutely loved it. And then from there, just bought an old go-kart, um, started racing down here locally. Um, and then just went up through the ranks, started racing at a state level and then nationally around Australia in go-karts. Then just the last couple of years got into proper car racing, racing Toyota 86s last year and now in the Super 3 Championship. Now, how do you go from, from go-karts to racing nationally in cars? Because it seems a huge leap. Yeah, it is a pretty huge leap. It's um, definitely been a lot of help from the Erebus um, Motorsport crew. I've kind of been linked up with them for a few years and... Um, got friendly with them friendly with them when I was in go-karts and they kind of chose the path with me for Toyotas um, and it's you know a fair bit more money and it's a fair bit bigger and everything like that but um, yeah you just got to trust yourself and um, trust the people around you. All right so tell me about the Super 3s because uh, on the weekend you walked away the champion in the Super 3 division absolutely sensational. Yeah thanks it was um, yeah pretty surreal you know to take away the championship it's been a long hard year uh, this year racing six rounds all around Australia and to finish it off in Adelaide in my home state, um, yeah, to take away the championship, just amazing. Now, Joe, what is it like to to do a, a, a race? Because people will look at it and go, eh, it looks pretty easy, I could possibly do that, but that is not the case in the slightest, is it? Uh, yeah, it's pretty tough out there. We've got, uh, throughout the weekend, two 40-minute races, but then we got, you know, qualifying for both those races and a couple of practice sessions over uh, four days it was at Adelaide. So, um, yeah, it gets pretty hectic and there's a lot of ac- on-track action, but then also off the track, you know, you're looking at the data and the vision, like from the cameras inside the car, just to try and make yourself faster on track. And Joe, what was it like when you, you realised that you'd walked away the Super 3 champion? Uh, it was, yeah, pretty crazy. As soon as I crossed the finish line there and that race to realise that I was a champion, yeah, it was, you know, just a wave of emotions. And so, you know, grateful for myself and my family and the whole region down here at Mount Gambier and um, the whole team that i got behind me in the race car. What sort of speeds do you do around the tracks like Adelaide, mate? Uh, Adelaide, because it's a little bit of a tighter track, you know, with the street circuit. I think about there we get up to uh, maybe 240-ish. Um, but other tracks like Bathurst, we might get up to, say, 295. And what's it like doing 295 down the straight? Yeah, it's um, pretty crazy. I mean, when you're just going in a straight line, it's not too bad. But it's, you know, when you get through those fast corners where it really gets you, you know, turning with the high G-force and um, a fair bit of aero on the cars now that we've got these days. So, um, yeah, it is pretty crazy. What's the best bit about being a race car driver? Uh, not sure, to be honest. Probably just, you know, driving the car. I don't know. Um, but it's... Yeah, great going to the track, you know, and seeing all the fans and stuff there. As I'm kind of progressing through my career, it's good that it, more and more people are noticing me. Um, and, yeah, it's just great to see, you know, 
all the fans and stuff at the track as well. So, Joe, what's next for you? Uh, next year, I'll probably go into Super 2 if I can, like same as what Kai Allen was doing this year. Um, just kind of follow the path. Supercars is where I want to end up uh, in the main game there. So, yeah, I'll just kind of follow the pathway, which is next year, hopefully, Super 2. Hey, Joe, great to talk to you this morning. Congratulations on being the Super 3 champion. It really is sensational that you are from here in the Limestone Coast. Uh, mate, we will catch up next year, hopefully talk some more. But uh, thanks for telling us a bit about the win uh, on the radio this morning. Yeah, thanks, mate. Appreciate it. One of our incredibly talented race car drivers from here in the Limestone Coast, Job Stewart, champion in the Super 3 this year as part of the Adelaide 500. And a big shout-out to Kai Allen, who is the Super 2 champion and the youngest to ever do it as well. It's time to talk soccer. The Matildas are back in action this weekend, and that means I get to catch up with Grace Gill to talk about what is going on. Grace, good morning. Good morning. Great to have another chat. Hey, Grace, you are an expert on the Matildas, and they have had just an incredible year so far. We're in the Olympic qualifiers at the moment in the lead-up to Paris, and the girls are going to be playing a couple of games against Canada. What is going on? Well, that's spot on. So we had the Olympic qualifiers just a few weeks ago where uh, the Matildas did really, really well. This upcoming friendly series, there's a game on Saturday afternoon against Canada. One followed up on Wednesday afternoon against Canada. These are over in Canada. They're just a friendly game, but really, how friendly are friendly games is the question. (laughs) Um, But a really good test for the Matildas. um, And it's a send-off game as well for Canadian legend Christine Sinclair, who has played over 300 games for her national team. So there's a couple of big milestone events happening around this international window, but a really good way for the Matildas to cap off what has been an amazing year. Grace, I want the lowdown. Sam Kerr is not going to be there. What's going on? Well, she's got a foot injury at the moment, which is obviously really disappointing for Sam. We hope that she rests and gets fully fit and healthy as soon as possible. Um, But also a big opportunity for other players coming into the squad. So Remy Seamson, she returns to the Matildas team. Uh, But for Sam, of course, we would love to see her play, but she's just got to do what's right by herself and get that foot right. And Grace, tell me about the, the Aussie team. How hard is it to become a Matilda? Yeah, well, it's um, a pretty special bunch of women who have been Matildas over over the years. Um, hard to get into, um, obviously, the most high-level professional environment for women's football in Australia. Um, and we see the quality of the team that's gotten so good, in particular over the last year or two, where some of these women are playing in the best leagues in the world, so in England, uh, in Scandinavia, uh, in, in Italy. So... It's just going from strength to strength, and I think everyone who watched the World Cup would agree that it's a real joy to watch the Matildas, and they're such a love team in our country. Grace, you touched on it a moment ago, a couple of friendlies against Canada. How friendly are those friendlies going to be, and how close (laughs) are those matches going to be? I mean, is is this going to be a series of matches that we, we have to watch for the Matildas? I'd say, yeah, definitely tune into them. Um, they're both on Network 10 and Paramount+. Plus. They're great matches because, as I said, a, a good test for some of the young girls coming into the squad. Last time we played Canada was in the World Cup, and we did win rather convincingly that day. It was 4-0. But if we cast our mind back a little further, a little over a year ago, Canada came out to Australia, and we played two games against them, the Matildas, and lost both of those. So this is a bit of a return-friendly series that's now taking place in Canada and an opportunity for the Matildas to say, well, we've got the edge on this one. First game gets underway on Saturday 10 plus and paramount grace it's going to be a fantastic couple of games i cannot wait to find out the result thank you very much for talking about it with us this morning 
Thanks, really looking forward to it. The Matildas are in action this weekend and something else that's happening a lot closer to home. The Narracourt Christmas pageant is taking place and Tom has all the details for us. G'day, Tom. G'day, Ewan. How are you? Yeah, good, Tom. You guys are going to have your parade this weekend. It is so exciting. Yes, um, we've got the Narracourt Christmas pageant. Uh, we've got it down at the, the showgrounds here in Narracourt. Um, starting, uh, we'll be open up for people to come in at five. Uh, we've got face paintings and jumping castles, heap of food trucks coming, a um, few performances, a um, little bit of live music as well. Um, parade uh, itself starts at six, but um, once that's finished, um, we'll keep going through till about eight o'clock or so. Um, until basically when it starts to get a bit dark and, uh, and that's when we'll finish up. Now, Father Christmas going to make an appearance? Sounds like it. Um, had some uh, had a bit of intel that, yes, that we might be getting uh, a certain man in a, in a red outfit appearing <laughs> this year. And what are some of the other things that we want to look out for in the Christmas parade, Tom? Um, I'm a little bit biased, but uh, the, the Narracourt Caves always uh, always put in a in a good float each year. So I'm interested to see what they do. Uh, the schools do a fantastic job as well. So um, seeing the kids out and smiling and seeing what they can come up with is also pretty interesting as well. It's going to be a great night. It all kicks off from 5 p.m. this afternoon. If you'd like to head up to Narracourt to be part of the Narracourt Christmas pageant, something else on this weekend, the Love of Dogs event. It's taking place in the Raylands on Sunday. Kaz joins me to tell me all about it. Kaz, good day. Oh, good morning, Ewan. How are you doing today? Yeah, good. Hey, Kaz, you've got a fantastic fundraiser for the Animal Welfare League. What is going on Sunday? Okay, well, we've got stacks of fun, so come on down. Um, yeah, we've got some agility starting off the day at 10 o'clock for the first hour. So we've got my agility team showcasing their skills. Then we open up the ring. We've got a little dog obstacle course and the larger ring for people to come in and have a try. That is a fundraiser for Seawall, just a small donation. Uh, you can bring your own dog in or you can use one of our senior dogs. Straight after that, we've got some novelty events. Um, we've got a dog parade. You can come in with your dog. The fancy dress is also judged at that time with a red carpet photo shoot to finish. Uh, we have some information and training sessions happening throughout the day and an egg and spoon race and uh, lots of prizes. Also come into the ring and show us your dog tricks. It is going to be a fantastic afternoon. There's going to be food and market stalls. There's going to be competitions and prizes. It is going to be a huge day, 10 to 2, at the Mount Gambier Raillands. For the love of dogs, if you would like to come along, bring your pet along. It's going to be a fantastic afternoon. I'll be there. Kaz will be there. And we would like to see everybody across the Limestone Coast taking part. Kaz, it's going to be a great day on Sunday. Cannot wait for it. Thanks for dropping by. Thank you. Thanks for being a part of it, Ewan. There are no new movies at the cinema, which means Shane and I have got to work out what we are going to talk about. Shane joins me on the line. Shane, good morning. Hello there, Ewan. You know what? There is one new movie, but I haven't seen it. It's Trolls Band Together, and I'm sure kids and families are going to be excited about it. Now, Shane, there is some stuff on the small screen, though, and there will be a lot of people who are very excited that Doctor Who is back. Yeah, I can't believe um, I've got sucked into it because... Um, there's been a little bit of uh, a break between the previous Doctor Who and this new season, and it's a specials. Now, normally Doctor Who, uh, for aficionados out there, will know that there's a Christmas special every year for Doctor Who, but this is like a series over Christmas and New Year, and um, it brings back David Tennant. And I've got to say, that first episode, um, I highly recommend it, so check it out.
Artful Dodger. What can you tell me about that? Because that was made here. Yeah, it was made uh, in Sydney, and lots of Australian actors and uh, directors and production designers, which um, I really do think that we have such a huge talent here. But I'm not a big Charles Dickens fan, and this is based on Oliver Twist. However, it is like a reinvention of Oliver Twist. Uh, it's Oliver a little bit older. Anyway, uh, it is a terrific really terrific series it's on disney plus uh he's a surgeon he's a pickpocket he is a romantic i really enjoyed it and david thulis who's a british actor uh is amazing in it now what can you tell me about monarch because it is a new show and there's been some mixed reviews I like Godzilla and that whole Godzilla uh, ethic and legacy. Uh, Japanese obviously adore Godzilla and this is something to behold. This so far has been really good. What do you think? Look, I, I haven't minded. I came across it by accident. I knew nothing about it whatsoever. Yeah. And the fact that it is all about, uh, I suppose, the, the, the story behind Godzilla, uh, I find fascinating. It's the legacy of monsters, but you don't see a lot of monsters. And and that's what I like about it so far. Hey, Shane, it is always good to catch up. We're going to talk again soon. You have a great week. New movies are on the way. Trust me, Ewan. Have a great day, everyone. Now, it really has been a great week on Triple M. And one of the really cool things that I get to do at the moment is I get to grant people's wishes. And all thanks to Pete and the team at San Piero. I did just that, catching up with Shannon. Here is how it all went down. Hello. Hello, Shannon. Speaking. Shannon, it's you and at Triple M in Mount Gambia. How are you doing? I'm good. Shannon, you entered the draw for Ewan's wish list. I did, yes. What was your wish, Shannon? Uh, to be able to take my partner, myself and my kids to the Blue Lake sport, uh, Holiday Park to be able to go on the new water slides and swimming pool that they got there. And what would it be like to uh, to have that wish granted, Shannon? Oh, it'd be amazing. My kids would be over the moon. How old are the kids? Uh, I've got a two-year-old, a nine, ten, and twelve-year-old. And Shannon, at the moment, cost of living, everybody's finding it hard. Uh, how are you going Absolutely. day to day? Oh, it's it's a struggle. It really is. Shannon, yeah. If I said I'm here to grant your wish. Oh my god. What would you say? Are you serious? Oh my god, really? Absolutely, Shannon. Oh my god. Thank you so much. Your wish has been granted. Congratulations. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Thank you. All thanks to Pete and the team at San Piero. We're going to send you off to the Blue Lake Holiday Park. Oh, my God. You guys are going to have a sensational break in the lead up to Chrissy. Congratulations oh on oh, thank us. Thank you so much. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Shannon, it has been a pleasure to be able to grant your wish. Uh, congratulations. Thank you so much. Thanks for being part of the show this morning. Thank you. I think I've made Shannon cry. If you would like to uh, to have your wish granted over the next couple of weeks, I am doing just that. All thanks to Pete and the team at San Piero. All you need to do, jump online, tell me what your wish is, just like Shannon. You never know. You could be getting a call from me, and I could be making your wish a reality. All thanks to 90.5 Triple M.
Thank you so, so much. That's amazing. It really was a pleasure to grant Shannon's wish, and she was lovely about it as well. Next week, there'll be a brand new wish. It will be granted on Friday morning. And, of course, I'll be back next week with another ep of the Ewan for Breakfast podcast. Remember, you can also keep up to date with what's happening sports-wise across the Limestone Coast. The Limestone Coast Sports Shorts podcast, it's available each and every Monday. It's exclusive to listener. Have a great weekend.